0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the 30-Minute Rumble Wrestling Podcast, your podcast for all things pro wrestling. As always, I am Shay, and I'm here with Ryan. And Ryan, we gotta talk about retribution. We, we, we were literally just talking about this off recording. <laughs> and it's probably best that we catch all of this on recording. So uh you want to explain what happened at the end of raw last night because i missed the end of raw last night so if you could just refresh me uh it, get me up to speed so keith
1: lee and drew were having a match then retribution came out which was like i, I think it was like 12 members retribution i think they were all males um there was no okay. females out there i don't i, I don't believe and uh and the hurt this is this is this is probably one of the most, this, this is wild i wish that this is a moment the fans needed to be there um because you know the hurt business came out they were all dressed up in their suits and ties and then they all it, it was almost one of those moments like the like i said the fans had to be there you know it was a heel faction versus a heel faction so the, the hurt business came out you know, you know they took off their their ties they ran down there and you know they went face to face with 12 members of retribution and i think they they yeah. <laughs> it, it was it was a pretty hectic ending to raw just you know just seeing uh the hurt business go out there which you know like they're billed as like the next nation to domination and they're a, another heel faction but you don't expect them to go up against the retribution which is another heel faction which is really cool that's one of the Right. Things I love to see. This is like I said. I wish the fans could be there to see it, man. It was one of those moments that would get the fans just going to see that in person. Um, there was so a really cool who stood way. To end tall. On.
0: Who stood tall at the end?
1: I I don't know. I didn't watch it myself either. I I just watched the uh, bits okay. and pieces of video through Twitter.
0: Got it. Got it. Yeah, I, I watched everything up until ten o'clock. So once the uh, <laughs> Dominic once the Dominic and Seth Rollins match was over, I had to go to bed because I had to get up early for work. So I mean, I thought that match was was well done too. Yo, um, that,
1: so dude, um I, I watched a bit of when Dominic debuted at SummerSlam and you know, they gave a standing standing applaud, you know, uh yeah. from the, in the backstage and you know Dominic can go, man. Like, he, he really wows me every single week. And seeing the stuff he can do, especially with the work he's doing with Rollins. Like, another great match between him and Rollins again. Sucks that that wasn't the main event. And then they had, like, ugh, it, it, it just really, like, sucks that I don't think I'll we'll ever see, like, an actual main event, like, uh, match with, with Dominic in it. I, I think it was last week, though. Buddy, Mer- was, was it last week's Monday Night Raw? Yeah, him and
0: Murphy. Yeah. So
1: they did have okay. They were in the main event on Monday Night Raw, but uh, this this like this episode of Raw was was um, different because what did they call it? In your face.
0: In your face.
1: Yeah. Well, I I hope they keep on doing uh, stuff like that. Uh, titling titling episodes of Raw, but um Dominic, another, another great performance by Dominic with uh match with Seth Rollins. So that's uh, I think, I also. I think that's the, I think that storyline ended,
0: right? Okay, I, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I also like the dynamic between like Rollins and Murphy too, right? Because Murphy's trying to like prove himself to Rollins, but he keeps screwing up. And then I noticed the odd like touch on the shoulder that Rey Mysterio's daughter did on her way into the cage. So after Rollins attacked Murphy and left Murphy like lying on the stairs, she walks up and she leans down and she like touches him on the shoulder to like see if he was okay before going into the ring to check on Dominic. So I was like, hmm. that's that's kind of that's kind of kind of weird, right? Yeah. Like, is she gonna have some type of like thing for Buddy Murphy? Like, are they bringing her into storylines, too?
1: It's Dominic's sister, right? Yeah. Okay. Huh. I didn't I didn't see that part.
0: Yeah, it was Very like, typically... Right, typically, if somebody's, like, attacking your brother or something like that, and somebody lays him out, like, the last thing you're gonna do is, like, go and see if he's okay. So I felt like that was something that they wanted us to, to see, like, planting a seed, you know? something for us to think about
1: well I guess we could say last night's Monday night Raw was very interesting I think it was probably one of their better ones that they've had in a while oh yeah it was it was
0: it was decent for sure
1: and uh the whole uh prawn showman coming to the raw underground and, I, and now we're gonna see an actual next week on raw we're gonna see an actual like battle of monsters because you got Daba Kato versus mm-hmm. Braun Strowman and Raw Underground. Now, I'm not really caring for the whole Raw Underground, but there are some cool little aspects,
0: I guess. I mean, this 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 is interesting because I saw Strowman show up and I'm like, "What the heck are you doing here?" And he's like, "I go where I want," right? <laughs> and then he and then he, like, threatens Shane McMahon. And, of course, Shane McMahon being Shane McMahon is kind of like, Ooh, okay, like, <laughs> opens the door for him, and he's like, welcome. But Shane is looking, like, pretty, like, big himself
1: oh, yeah. these
0: days. Like, he was standing in front of Strowman, and it's like his chest looked freaking huge. And I'm like, he didn't look that much smaller than Braun Strowman. He was just a little bit shorter than him. I was like, man... What if we see like Shane McMahon in the Raw Underground? Because you know he has that like UFC training.
1: Oh yeah, we'll definitely see yeah. that maybe once or twice.
0: But the the one time that I actually want to see Shane McMahon in the ring is Raw Underground. I would have never thought I'd ask to see Shane McMahon in a match at, at, at fifty years old. <laughs> <laughs> um... So the so the the Oscar and Mickey James thing. Did you see that?
1: A little bit. Not really. Uh I wasn't interested so, in it.
0: So they had an okay match, and and you know, Mickey James is a legend. You know, she can definitely do it in the ring, and Asuka, you know, is amazing as well. So for the finish, Asuka put the Asuka lock on Mickey James, and Mickey James rolled out of it. But when she rolled out of it, she kind of just like face planted and kind of just laid there. <laughs> and the ref called for the bell. What the heck? And said that she tapped out. But Mickey James never tapped out. And she rolled back over on her back and she was looking at the referee like, what the heck? And he went over to the announcer and said the winner by submission or by, like, forfeit because she couldn't continue was Asuka. So it seems like maybe Mickey, like, passed out for, like, five seconds, maybe? And then she, like, rolled over with this, like, really dumbfounded look on her face. And it was super weird. And they're saying that she might be uh, injured.
1: Uh, There was an article about her injury. Uh... Just and she, it was claimed that she sustained a shoulder in, uh, shoulder injury. Uh,
0: okay, so so uh, that would kind I guess of she was fine.
1: I guess the ref did screw up.
0: Okay, okay. They so they, thought, thinking...
1: they thought she popped her shoulder out of place. God. So the referee made um, it was his call to end the match.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. Well, hopefully they don't replay that. They just cut that out of raw altogether because that was super weird. It was just so out of place. And then right afterwards, Selena Vega comes out and like cuts a promo and like slaps Asuka across the face, and I was like, "Are they like pulling an audible right now? Like what is this?" Yeah, <laughs> Apparently, well,
1: I would like this we're going to be seeing uh, uh, Selena Vega more now. Hopefully, to yeah. wrestle. We we don't see a wrestle yeah. often ever.
0: Well, it seems like she just dumped Andrade and Garza, uh, yeah, and Garza. So now she's gonna like compete. I mean, which I'm I'm good with.
1: She's good in the ring, man. Like I don't understand why we haven't seen more of her.
0: Yeah, well, we're about to because it looks like it's gonna be her and Asuka at Night of Champions.
1: Yes, Possibly. most likely.
0: Well, wait, that's the Sunday, right?
1: No, the twenty seventh. Really? One week from the Sunday.
0: One week from Sunday. Okay. So they do have some time to like build things out.
1: Yeah. Because
0: for for a second I was like, man, I was like, who are the street prophets gonna face? <laughs> like they have they don't even have a storyline right now.
1: Yeah. And, same same thing with uh, Shinsuke Nakamura sorry. and
0: Cesaro. Exactly. It's like okay, so we know it's gonna be Lucha House Party. We yeah. already know because Kalisto got the pinfall last week on SmackDown so we know they're going to get the shot so that's just going to be like a filler match but for the Street Profits like there are no teams there's no
1: there's no tag teams no our Angel Garza Andrade just broke up um one of the Viking Raiders just got hurt
0: so maybe Miz and Morrison hop over to, to, to Raw for an interpromotional match <laughs> maybe
1: or I mean we could have we see the Hurt business go for the tag titles
0: oh true True. We see, can see that.
1: See MVP and Shelton Benjamin going for him and beating the street profits.
0: True. And then I'm thinking, I'm thinking Cedric and Shelton. Mm,
1: possibly too, but I'd like to see Cedric Alexander just get the cruiserweight title back. Honestly. But then,
0: then he has to go to NXT.
1: Mm, Yeah, that's true. I for uh, the NXT cruiserweight titles in NXT now. Huh.
0: You know what? They don't even put the Cruiserweight title on TakeOvers, which is upsetting to me. Didn't they have it on the last one? No. Huh.
1: Okay. I know uh, Yeah. I mean, I think... I forgot what they did at the last TakeOver with the Cruiserweight title situation. It would
0: be nice for them to showcase the Cruiserweight title on an actual TakeOver event. Because the title's there, and you have some really good guys that can put on some really good matches, but I guess they just don't have the the space for for that right now. Hmm. But i'd I'd love to I'd love to see them. I'd love to see Escobar on the on, on a takeover.
1: Well, uh, talking about NXT, uh, since we didn't get to cover last week's uh, NXT because it was on a Tuesday, the day we we recorded, we did yeah. see Finn Balor become a two time NXT champion and. We, there was also a backstage segment of you know Adam Cole and Finn Balor, you know giving each other respect, which was you know cool sign seeing two guys like that. You know Adam Cole still being a heel, but we might be seeing uh, Adam Cole go face soon, probably undisputed era turning on him. Uh, yeah. Because we got different. We got I don't know what they're really doing with undisputed era right now. Adam Cole's like. Now that he lost the NXT title match, not sure what's next for him. Now we got uh Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish, uh having a little rivalry with Drake Maverick and Killian Dane, which is very odd. I'm mm-hmm. um, not I sure mean, I, where I, I... Kyle O'Reilly went. Kyle O'Reilly just disappeared again, apparently.
0: I'm wondering if it's something that had to do with like his medical stuff again, maybe. Well,
1: they they brought him back for a few weeks, and they then they got rid of him again. It's like what the heck?
0: <laughs> yeah. But I but I've thought that Adam Cole has been face ever since he did his thing with Pat McAfee.
1: Yeah, I think that, that was too. his face turn. Yeah, but last um, week's NXT was good. Um, uh, was it Io Shirai's? Uh, who who is she feuding with now? Shanty Blackart.
0: Yes. I think. Yes. So that that whole I like the way that they played out that whole entire segment. Because oh my gosh, what's his name? Robert Stone. Yeah. So Robert Stone uh, w- was gonna do something to Shotzi's like tank that she rides out to the ring, and then Shotzi pops in, and then she like punches Robert Stone, and then Aaliyah comes out, and they kind of like fall through a curtain, which happened <laughs> to be the same curtain that EO was taking like promo shots behind. So Aaliyah knocks down EO and EO chases Aaliyah to the ring and then Robert Stone comes out and then Shotzi comes out and then they lay out Stone and Aaliyah, but then EO and Shotzi come face to face and Shotzi's like, you know, I want your title. And then EO, I I read her lips and she was like, don't make me hurt you. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, that's, that's going to be a good match. I I like Shotzi.
1: Well, we also saw Rhea Ripley defeating Mercedes Martinez in a kind of wild steel cage match.
0: I enjoyed it. I did. I really enjoyed that match, and I like that they put them in the main event spot too because I think it was really physical for a female match because both of them are like they're they're bigger than the typical like WWE females that they have on like the main roster and even in NXT. Like Rhea's Rhea's tall. She has like height, and she has size, and she has power, and so does Mercedes Martinez. So they were like a perfect match for each other.
1: And, um, and that uh, I think Mercedes Martinez getting that that writes off Mercedes Martinez for NXT as uh, other. I think other reasons I don't want to talk about on. Uh, I don't want to spoil anybody for who does listen. I don't want to spoil yeah. anybody. This is the reason why we're not going to be touching upon the the subject anymore for her disappearance on NXT. Yeah, but um, she didn't but, stay long. No, but the thing is, like, man, she, Mercedes Martinez has so much potential because you know she was in the Mayan Classics. Um, she made an appearance in AEW last year, and then people thought she was going to sign with AEW. But I think she was just testing testing the waters with AEW, and I think she went to AEW just to get a better, a bigger contract from WWE because she deep down wanted to
0: be in WWE. She literally has more entering experience than anybody on the main roster. Seriously. Oh, yeah. She has been in the indies forever. So, this is definitely her time to make it.
1: Well, I'm hoping, hoping you know, once she does officially make it to the main roster, she gets you know pushed to the sky, and yeah. hopefully we see like a her and Charlotte. But this is a situation where I don't want to see Charlotte go over.
0: Well, you know, you know that's gonna happen regardless. Who <laughs> whoever they put up against Charlotte is is, is, is gonna lose. So
1: now, just uh, uh, switch things over to SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Now SmackDown has still been dry. I'm not really caring for SmackDown as of lately. Now, I'm not liking this whole Roman Reigns thing where he just shows up, wrecks everybody, and leaves. (laughs) Even though it might be a cool motto, but like, now what what are they gonna do when it comes to Night of Champions? They're gonna have like him just show up, you know, destroy Jey Uso and then leave. Probably situation.
0: (laughs) I mean, like it's. I know you want a competitive match, but I don't think it's going to happen.
1: It, it just sucks, man, because like, I, th- I think uh, this was I, I understand this whole pandemic thing was like killing WWE. Be? Because yeah. I, I think they're just throwing stuff together because we did see another Roman Reigns, another, another match that had to include Roman Reigns and Baron Corbin, which we've been seeing for like two years. Right, and I don't I don't understand why Sheamus and Corbin are are teaming up. I thought they hated each other a few weeks ago. I don't I don't know. Um, I guess it's
0: all for the it's all for the love of tag team matches. In my Teddy Long voice, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know they always have to have a promo, and that promo leads to the main event that's going to happen at the end of the show. So I don't think that Sheamus and Corbin have any type of alliance? I just think it's for the the general hate of their opponents, more or less. Um,
1: well, uh, what's the other thing that's happening on SmackDown is with the Intercontinental Title. I'm kind of, I'm kind of, in, like interested in this whole situation. Sami Zayn's back now, finally. Uh, I'm I'm hoping it is that clash. We just see a triple threat match and. I want to see Sami Zayn go over. You don't want
0: You don't want Jeff to have a long title
1: ring. Yeah, I do, but you know they're just gonna give Jeff titles. He did sign a new contract to be. He's gonna have plenty of new titles. He's gonna have plenty of titles along the way, man. They're they're gonna now that Matt Hardy's in AEW and we possibly won't see Hardys ever again. Now that Jeff re-signed for a couple more years, I'm good with that. The only thing we're going to see... The only way we're going to see Jeff Hardy possibly in AEW is if he screws up again. Uh, because apparently he said this himself. If he, if he screws up again, he might be gone from WWE. Because he's screwed up so many times with drugs or other things. Um, so I think that are just going to just put belts on him like crazy. We're going to see Jeff Hardy become Universal Champion. We're yeah. going to see Jeff Hardy... Become United States champion ten more times. I mean, I'm not <laughs> sure if we'll see him be tag team champion because I don't want, I don't, I, I just can't see him being, you know, tag team champion uh, anymore with anyone else. But we're, we're like, you know, WWE has like slapped Jeff Hardy on the wrist so many times. They're just gonna like here slap on the wrist and then we're gonna throw titles on you. Right. So. Jeff Hardy can still go at at his age. I mean, he's been going since he was, like, 16 or even younger than that. And man's still, like, doing these crazy things, and he's still going. So him signing another three- to five-year contract, which hasn't been confirmed yet, we're going to see a lot more uh, titles. I would love to see bigger storylines of Jeff Hardy. I think they were talking about Willow versus uh, The Fiend. Possibly,
0: WrestleMania.
1: Uh, that would be pretty cool.
0: I mean, that's perfect for WrestleMania Hollywood. If, well, that's if they're allowed to have WrestleMania Hollywood. <laughs> but legit, they could have. There is no reason why they can't have WrestleMania at the 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 new SoFi Stadium. If they can, right. if they can run football games, they can run a wrestling event. Now. That's if true. fans if fans are going to be in attendance, it doesn't really matter to me. But they should take WrestleMania and put it in the stadium, right? Just so that it can feel like WrestleMania.
1: I think that's what they should have done in the first place. Yeah, me too. This year, yeah. But overall, SmackDown was, eh. you know, like it's just always just dry to me. You know, I. I'll, like my routine for the past few weeks was because I get off at work at seven, so I'm gonna just go to the bar and watch it at the bar because I, I don't have cable. Yeah. So I, I'd rather just go to the bar and just chill and watch it. But like, I just didn't even feel like wanting to watch it this week. But they, they have like they have so much star power on SmackDown, but they're just not you using it right. You know? They. Yeah. Ha- I
0: mean, plus the, the the matchups just aren't exciting.
1: No, the only excited I think the last exciting thing was like Jeff Hardy and Sheamus in the in the in that bar fight. Yeah, that was actually really interesting. Right, to see and that, that was, happened
0: a couple weeks ago. You know, Strowman's not doing anything right now. He's just no. kind of in limbo, and the Fiend's San- not doing anything right now.
1: No, no. he introduced the wobbly
0: walrus. Like <laughs> right now, I will say that the Alexa Bliss weird uh, slow turn to heal has been done pretty well. Yeah. Uh, That's been done pretty well. And then, of course, like the Bailey stuff is being done really well.
1: Well, I think they said Sasha Banks is coming back next this week. She's coming back this week.
0: I wish they would have held her off of TV for a couple weeks. You know, have Bailey finish out her program with whoever with Nikki Cross, because Nikki Cross is the number one contender now.
1: I think Sasha might screw Bailey the women's title and they give the
0: title to Nikki Cross. You think so? And then we're going to have like a storyline not for the title? Yeah, because. Wait. I... That's a good idea, actually. Okay. Well, the thing is,
1: this is like the third time Nikki Cross is getting a shot for it. And it's just, like, why bury her
0: again? So you think like... Cross is moving on to Bliss? Yeah,
1: those two could fight possibly for the women's title.
0: And then you can have a second feud with Sasha and Bayley. Yeah. Ah, that's not bad. That's not I mean,
1: you can, can go either or. Yeah. But I think the right call is putting the
0: women's title on um, Nikki Cross. Yeah, plus they really like her backstage. So I, I can see them doing that for sure.
1: That's a good point. Then then again, there's still, uh, and then the the whole mystery woman, you know, it's obviously Carmella.
0: Yes. I'm so ready. (laughs) I'm so ready. She's one of my favorites, so I'm ready. Like, Carmella has charisma for like three people. She definitely has something. Now, she's not the strongest in the ring, but if you want her to go out there and be like a character, like, she can do it.
1: Well, I'm kind of curious, what, like, is she, like, cause you know, she she used to come out acting all like, you know, hyped up, and you know, coming out wearing her baggy clothes sometimes, which is which is cool. She looks she looks cool. She looks good in them. Yeah. But now that she's getting repackaged as something like what Liv Morgan got repackaged as, are we gonna see like a new move set, a new you know whole new
0: Carmella? They totally backtrack on the Liv Morgan stuff. Yeah. Because she was like in the the bathtub and all this other stuff and then she started talking about not being good enough in these promos. <laughs> and I was like, "What?" <laughs> it's like, what happened? They did a complete like 180 with Liv Morgan and now she's in the Durn Ride squad again. So it's like, okay. Yeah. Like she's with Ruby And they got their tag team thing going on. That's good. I think they should actually beat Shayna and Nia, in my opinion, because they're a real tag team. But I'm hoping with this Carmella thing, whatever this repackage is, if it's like an I'm better than you type gimmick or like I have, like I'm rich or whatever it is, I hope they just let her run with it and let her cut her own promos and do things her way like she did when she was women's champion and i think she'll be good to go.
1: That sounds great.
0: Yeah.
1: Um that's another thing that i think Vince needs to have trust in his own talent is letting their talent do their own thing. Well not 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 every talent possibly but maybe more talent like Yeah. Uh because we all know guys like Bray Wyatt, Jeff Hardy have Great creative minds because they've been an innovator of a lot of things. Great as of lately, but if um, or even someone like Paul Heyman, you know, he he wanted to do so much on Raw, but I don't, I don't think Vince let him. Yeah, because Paul Heyman was like, I forgot what his title was, but he was creating all the storylines like that from Night Raw until they brought him over to SmackDown and dropped him of his little act over there. But I think um... just like. Because Vince is, like, 70-something years old, you know? He's yeah. going to gonna be... I'm not sure how many more years he's got left just being there in WWE. Right. But I feel like he needs to start letting Triple H have more say in things. And also, like, giving his own wrestlers, like, more trust. Because there's a lot of stuff that, you know... Because we see after they get released from WWE, you know, they're like, oh, we had this idea, or we had this idea, and they didn't want to, like, let me do it. So, mm-hmm. like, because I'm pretty sure Naomi had her whole, I guess, the whole glow idea. She had that, like, two or three years before they gave it to her.
0: Yeah, and they were supposed yeah. to create the glow-in-the-dark title. Yeah. And they, um, they... they well, they did. It. Well, she did. Yeah but they wanted to sell them on oh. www.shop.com. okay but it was it was going to take too long to create so they had this big old plan for like Naomi to be like this really like strong star on smackdown and she was going to have these like glow championships but they but they couldn't get them in time to, to manufacture to the masses, so they took the butt off her.
1: <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, man, like, like as of right now, I I still see NXT as a superior brand. Uh, Raw, they, they they you know they're picking it up a little bit. SmackDown is still like the B brand, but I think it's all because just due to the just the whole uh pandemic. Um, I'm hoping. Like after we, you know, this whole pandemic ends, I can start getting interested in SmackDown and Raw again. But for now, I'm, st- I mean, I'm still watching NXT and AEW every single week. Right, but it's just they they don't they're just not doing anything. I feel like they don't actually utilize their whole rosters that they have for Raw and SmackDown. But because on Raw we're seeing the Hurt Business three times a night, or competing two times a night, like we saw last week. Right, and I like. I feel like there's still guys in the back that are just not getting TV time. I mean, they they could be using their whole rosters, and I don't know because they did release, you know, fifty guys back in April, Mm -hmm. and I don't know who they have and who they don't have. So, (sighs) but it's just been a tough time for wrestling right now. Yeah, I mean, I know, I know they're trying their best, and I'm, I'm still gonna be interested to be regardless of whatever product they're gonna give us. But it's just hard for me to watch SmackDown sometimes, just because of just the lack of matches. But we are seeing some new stuff with you know Jeff Hart with Sami Zayn coming back, and then but the whole Roman Reigns and Jey Uso thing. I'm not sure what they're gonna do with that, but I'm. I'm praying they don't pray that I'm praying they don't you know bury Ju so
0: because he's too good of a wrestler for that. Nah, I don't. I mean, I don't think they're gonna bury him. I don't think losing to Roman is a is a burial on his part. No, I'm talking about like but, if they
1: have Roman Reign just wreck him and then leave. Uh, like that's what I mean by burying.
0: I mean they're clearly at two different levels though.
1: Right. Oh yeah. But like if you remember back on the main the Money in the Bank kickoff match, or it was the Usos versus The Shield. Mm-hmm. It was probably voted as the best kickoff match in history. Right. And where the Usos went over. Wait, they did? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. They beat Rollins and Roman Reigns for the tag team titles. Oh, no!
0: Wait, no you sure?
1: No, 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 no. Never mind, never mind. No, they didn't. But they did uh... But it was voted, it was voted as the best kickoff match. No, they okay. did not go over this. Didn't go over because I forgot. Cody and Goldust beat beat the Shield. Okay, cool. But um. But yeah, man. I I is there anything else that we did not cover for on the W side of things?
0: No, no. I think I think we're uh, we're good to head over to the. Yeah, like, uh, the dynamite side aw side
1: yeah AW, we have we have some, a lot to talk about because of what happened this past wednesday and also coming up on the next few
0: months i think well, there's a lot to talk about yeah i mean i'm ready i think we should just go right into it right i'm ready man <laughs> all right so wait when was all out all Out was two weekends ago
1: was it? this was just, it was not last, weekend but, not the weekend, last weekend but
0: the weekend before right okay Cool. So I, I, I like when AEW starts off Dynamite and the wrestlers are already in the ring. Yeah. I love it's that. Saving time. Right. It's saving time. I absolutely love that because you turn the show on and you get directly into the action. And they did that again with uh, Lucha Bros. and Jurassic Express uh, this past week on Dynamite.
1: I, which, so. which I was surprised to see Jurassic Express go over. Really? Yeah.
0: You know they're popular.
1: I know. They're, they're huge. They're hugely. Uh, if that's even a word. Hugely popular. <laughs> <laughs> but they're, they're big, man. And I'm, I'm loving it. You know, I love Luchasaurus. He gets the hot tag and he gets his little kicks going, man. I love it, dude. And then, you know, Mar- Marco Stunt in there, dude. Marco Stunt is like this three foot tall dude and he yeah. acts like the Biggest man in the world when you right. try when you try and when they have like Luchasaurus hold him back or whatever. It's, yeah. it's funny. They're great. I love them like all around.
0: Yeah, and then they had a really good match. They had a really good match and um You know Phoenix is insane. He does some of the most dynamic things <laughs> that I think I've like ever seen. Not just by a cruiserweight, but just by a guy of like his size and like his stature. He just, it's just yeah. the things that he can do in the ring is just amazing. And he goes out there and when you work with a guy like Jungle Boy, who's who's also willing to just go out there and do all types of like dynamic maneuvers. And then you have the opposite dynamic with Luchasaurus, who's like a big tall guy, but who can also do like cruiserweight style like wrestling and then you know Pentas in there too it just makes for a really good mesh of of talent in the ring well
1: you also got to be careful with guys like ray phoenix because they can also be another sincara and the reason why i say this is because uh back in january i was there me and my buddy were there during the bash of the beach Mm -hmm. uh aw themed i guess bash of the beach in miami And this is a dark match that they recorded. It was Ray Phoenix Phoenix versus Joey Janela. Ray Phoenix got hurt. I forgot the spot, but I think Joey Janela, like... He, like... (laughs) I forgot what it was. I think it might have been a pile driver or something. And we really thought, like, Ray Phoenix broke his neck. Jeez. And... It was another thing where I'm like, holy crap. And it's just like, you gotta be careful with tiny guys. Regardless if you're a tiny guy yourself. But, like... It's the only thing about tiny guys because you can do it. You can do something crazy and you can like be hurting. You can hurt someone else. So you always got to be careful. Like both wrestlers always need to be careful when they're out there, especially when there's another smaller guy in the ring. Right. That's why, for example, we see Brock Lesnar always like, I think that's why he likes wrestling small guys. Cause he knows how to work with them and he knows he's not going to hurt them. Right. So, so maybe that's why he recommends working with smaller guys. So, why is Penta Penta L0 now? Because AAA trademarked his Pentagon Jr. name.
0: Wow. Okay. I didn't know So, that. he's
1: going by Penta L0M. L0M. <laughs> L0 Got you. Yeah. Got you.
0: All right. Geeks out. Now,
1: I'm really hoping this isn't the end of lucha bros by the way because we did see them getting a little altercation and eddie kingston was like
0: no True. no your brothers your brothers <laughs> well it might be uh, a move for penta to move up and then phoenix to i don't know what they're gonna do with phoenix but
1: i'm hoping this is i would love to see the whole faction get pushed all together people someone talked about how uh Eddie since should get added in the world title match because apparently he never got eliminated from the
0: Battle Royale or whatever. Yeah, I saw that. And I was like, what the heck? Like, I didn't even realize it. How did he didn't get eliminated? I forgot why. I don't remember him. I remember him going right down to the floor. But I also remember him falling on top.
1: Yeah, he fell on top of butcher and the blade and they just called for the bell just like that. Yeah. It's like, wait, it's... so maybe
0: his feet never actually touched the ground. And then after they rang the bell, he just was like, okay, whatever.
1: I'm not sure if it was a spot they were trying to do and it's just like whatever. Yeah. Um but uh moving on, we also had you know Jake the Snake Robert's coming out, you know, with the Murderhawk, Monster, and they are cutting their little promo, and we're not going to be seeing much of them, too, for a couple weeks. They did announce for the October 14th AEW that it will be the, the main event will be uh Jon Moxley defending his World Title against uh, Lance Archer, which I'm going to try and be there for. I, uh, I'm going to try and take off work and be there for that one. Yeah, I wish... Just in case if we do have a new world champion.
0: yeah. I wish they pushed it out to the Full Gear pay-per-view, but...
1: I don't know who they're saving that main event spot at Full Gear for, man, for the world title, because... Unless they have Lance Archer beat John Moxley October 14th, and then they have a rematch at Full Gear.
0: I'm all for that. All for it.
1: Um, and then we also had Matt Hardy coming out with a special announcement. uh, Which, like... It... I didn't, I didn't, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, it was, I just felt weird about this because, like, his whole, his whole injury thing, which we talked about last week. Uh, and I think he even, like, stated that, you know, this was his, you know, his fault. You know, he, he's the one who wanted to go. And apparently, Jericho said in, in an interview or whatever that he wasn't hurt at all. Right. That Matt Hardy wasn't actually hurt during his little thing. Um, clearly a lie. Yeah. Uh, but Matt, Matt Hardy stated he wants to chase AEW gold, which I don't see him ever becoming AEW world champion. Nope. Maybe AEW tag team champion. Maybe. Um, but it's just it's just hard in his career right now, because he was a TNA, held the world title there. Well, you'll never see Matt Hardy world champion that'll be even like throughout his whole entire career if you close. go back on it. He was close. I mean, he was ECW world champion, but you don't want to, I don't count that as a world so, title right now. So there was a
0: time back when uh SmackDown was really, really low on face talent. And who was the champion at the time? I think Mark Henry was champion at the time. Twenty eleven? Yeah. Wait,
1: Matt Hardy wasn't. Wait, Matt wait, Hardy wait. was even there. I don't think. Wait,
0: wait, wait. who?
1: Matt Hardy left the year who before Who
0: won the title. Maybe I'm. Wow, is are we going that far back in history? Well, they wound up putting the belt <laughs> on Kurt Angle, and Kurt Angle that was 2006. And he won it in a battle royal.
1: Yeah, that was 2006. Okay, who got
0: hurt? Somebody got hurt. And they wound up putting the belt on Angle because at the time they didn't believe in Kurt Angle. So the reason, I don't know if you know this. Batista? You might be right. Batista got yeah, hurt. Batista got hurt. And then they had to wind up putting the belt on somebody else, but they didn't have any face stars on SmackDown at the time. So Matt Hardy was actually one of the top guys that was actually at the top of Vince's list to possibly put the belt on. They wanted up going with Kurt Angle instead. Wow, that's wild! Because remember, he had just returned, uh, doing that stuff with uh, Lita and Edge, so he was in the best shape of his life. Right, he, like he was in great shape. So, yeah, I just remember that. But man, that was 2006. <laughs> Good lord, it's a long.
1: Time. But uh, mo- moving on to the AW segments, yep. we also had Orange Cassidy take on and Helico. Um, I think in Helico got. Injured? I'm not sure. I I, I don't know that. that someone said Anhelico or or Jack Evans. One of them got hurt.
0: I paid um, attention. Yeah,
1: yeah, but uh, helico is a great wrestler. I've been watching. I I watched. I first watched him a few years ago on Lucha Underground. Yeah. And now, as of lately, they weren't getting any. Uh, they weren't having any matches because I think they were actually in Mexico or something. Right. Or whatever, because due to the travel ban. Right. But that was just another match. Didn't that was a match that I really didn't care for. Um. But we did see another segment or another thing where Santana and Ortiz wanted to con- continue the rivalry with best friends. Which this Wednesday we're going to see a parking lot brawl between best friends and Santana and Ortiz. Finally uh we're seeing some crap with the young bucks now with the whole like uh i don't know they super kicked alex (laughs) marvis
0: and they got fined for it
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah fined. yeah uh i'm not sure what they're doing with the young bucks now i'm hoping they like just hopefully after the whole you know, this next few weeks they're gonna push them and take. It will be FTR versus the Young Bucks at full gear. It, it just, it's just like cause I, I understand when they when they record, they're being the elite. They all act silly on there, mm-hmm. and uh, but I don't know. I'm just so weird about it. But when I watch it, when I watch it like on live television, it's like oh, it's kind of weird with some of the stuff they do because it was kind of cringy when uh when uh the Young Bucks like. Kicked Adam Page out of the out of the elite and like threw his drink on him and called him an alcoholic right. and I'm like this was kind of cringy, <laughs> but if I were to watch it on there being the elite, I kind of I probably would have laughed. Right,
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Just like weird about that. I mean, like I know young bucks are trying to not not only the young bucks but the whole like elite because they're all VPs. I know they're trying to a lot of these ideas are coming from them and Tony Khan's like yeah I run with this idea. Because he's already stated that, you know, to, I mean, Tony Khan is the guy who gets to go ahead, but he has trust in guys like Cody and Kenny and the Young Bucks to, you know, hey, go along with the storyline. Yeah. Um. So I'm uh, I'm not sure what we're going to be seeing the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega and Adam Page do over the next few weeks. Maybe we'll see Young Bucks versus Adam Page and Kenny Omega again at Full Gear. I'm not sure what's going to be going on. Maybe they will have another match before then but uh probably the biggest reveal on AEW, another actually not the biggest reveal but another huge reveal for a debut it was time for kip sabian's best man now i was at work watching this and i potentially could have gotten in trouble because i was saying holy shit really loud (laughs) and i was getting and i was people were telling me saying ryan calm down i'm like yeah well i'm arcing out right now so we had Miro, formerly known as Rusev, make his debut for AEW. He was, quote unquote, the best, the best man um, in AEW. Uh, so he did kind of have this little brass ring thing I uh, promo, which was a shot towards WWE, which I guess Chris Jericho, you know, gave Miro that little promo idea. So what do you what do you think about Miro and AW, Shay?
0: So they really can do without the shots. Like I'm so over the <laughs> shots. Like if you if you want to be like you want to be the alternative, just be the alternative. Like leave, don't even mention WWE. They don't exist. They don't exist in your world. Like just be better. That's all you gotta do. So, I'm happy that he's there. I didn't think he was going to come back to wrestling at all. Uh, so, nah, neither did they I. have another veteran, you know, on the roster. Somebody who can actually put butts in seats and he can be a world champion. He can put on great matches and work with anybody they have on the roster. So, in my opinion, great.
1: Well, the thing is, if you look at him, bro, he's lost some weight. He looks really good for, like because he used to be pretty big right. and now like i think maybe i'm not sure if I, maybe i know pre-pandemic uh, he was looking pretty good too mm-hmm. um but I, I feel like he's he's really uh i think he's gonna take the ball with this one in here in aw but now like i understand aw's picking up some WWE guys and all and people are giving them shit it's like well no, AEW knows talent when they see it. It's not their fault, you know. That be is letting go all these guys that have talent, like Brody Lee, John Moxley, Jericho. You know, Cody. It's just you know, AEW just taking opportunities and grabbing these guys. They would have done the same for the club and AJ Styles at one point too. Well, the only
0: people can, they want the wanted, only people complaining are the people that don't want them to succeed. That's all. Right, what it and the thing is, right.
1: speaking of being success- successful, AEW had over a million viewers this week. That's true. NXT didn't.
0: That's true. Um, Now, I will say so that's... that both shows, both shows are, their viewership is up big time when they are unopposed. So, yeah, I think it's best if they do not go against one another. And NXT... Well,
1: I will This week we're gonna be seeing them go head to head, but I think in the near future they're gonna go to Tuesday nights just because, and I'm pretty sure even USA as long as well as um uh shoot what's the what TNT and 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 WWE oh WWE they're with they're with um NXT going going to uh Tuesday nights. Just to end end the Wednesday night wars, for one, because it gives people an alternative to watch it live. Because they're like, okay, I'll watch NXT live, and then you know, watch AW later. I'll watch AW live, and then we will watch and N- watch NXT later. So it's like you're taking away viewership. And if you are really trying for that viewership, then you're gonna switch nights. Because for one, Tuesday nights they don't have any football. No big stuff going on right now. NBA playoffs are almost over. Same thing. Same thing with Wednesday nights. But you know, AEW AEW is going to keep on kicking your ass every single week. I understand like NXT trying to bump out like good matches every week as well as AEW. But the thing is, like, you just can't compete with AEW right now. They're, they're too hot. Yeah. Because when when you think AEW doesn't have a good card, they come around. They have a good card because this week they have a good card. That's true. FTR versus uh. Uh, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, and they also have, you know, Best Friend versus Santana Ortiz. They have e- Evil East versus Sunder Rosa. Ooh, I want to see that one. Title. That's
0: going to be so good.
1: So it's just like AEW has that. NXT has Undisputed Era versus Drake Maverick and Killian Dane. It's just like, right. yeah, we'd love to see Undisputed Era, but now, like, you're throwing them against Killian Dane and Drake Maverick. It's like, no one wants to see. And it's like, NXT doesn't. I mean, yeah, we have two title matches on NXT this week. We have the NXT tag title matches and also the NXT North American title match, which will be going head-to-head right. with AEW's matches this week. Right. But it's just like uh, WWE slash NXT is trying to counter AEW's product every week, and it's just like when AEW's been beat, winning the ratings and you still can't compete, then, you know, you just got to just, I would say go to Tuesday nights. Yeah, That would be the better option for everybody, I think. It would make the fans happy, and it would definitely make, you know, it would take a lot of stress off the producers backstage because they're probably like, oh, we got to beat AEW, we got to beat NXT, or whatever, you know. It's just like, I don't know why they're trying to compete. They're already getting good viewership. They're already getting good ratings. Like, why do you all got to compete? I understand it's trying to. It's a competition. There can only be one. But uh, exactly, <laughs> like the same, like the same WCW, AEW ain't gonna fall in that same hole. Yeah. Um. But because because you don't see it with like football, like oh look at these ratings for football. These guys beat these guys. Mm-hmm. It's like no one cares for that. But when it's when it's wrestling, apparently it's always about ratings, and and you can't like. I understand Jericho is trying to put over this whole entire ratings thing, the ratings war. Because I think he's just doing it just just to uh, he's trolling people, little joke. Yeah, he's trolling people. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, like NXT is pulling eight hundred thousand viewers be- before you know, like they weren't on they weren't on TV a year ago. I mean, they actually, did, I think this week a year ago they were on TV. I'm pretty sure. Mark this week a year ago marks their first NXT on TV if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, because they started earlier. But yeah, but before that man they weren't they they were just on the WWE network mm-hmm. and now but they're if they're getting 800 thousand viewers a week roughly that's still good.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: You know yep. they got to think of that as a positive. You're still getting viewers every week. You're still you know you're still making your money. Right. AEW is not going to put WWE out of business. WWE ain't going to put AEW out of business. I just I just wish like. Cause you, uh, what I think, you know, because because back when TNA was trying to do the whole Monday Night Wars thing with WWE and they ultimately lost, uh, I think this is what WWE's trying to do again with AEW, but on the Wednesday Night Wars and they don't want to be the first ones to tap out because you know Vince can't take it out.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean Impact never really Vince- had a chance though. They, they never well, I think they kind
1: of did because they had Hulk Hogan there, and you you know they were they were trying to do their own thing, Hogan and Bischoff. But everyone's saying when they joined the company, things went downhill.
0: I see. Okay.
1: Then some people said Dixie Carter ran things to the ground, so it, it was it was a yeah situation. Yeah. Um. We also have another another thing uh, to go to add on to the AEW talk. was uh, Now we have Jericho and Jake Hager going for the t- uh, AEW tag team titles, which I wanted to talk about, because now that throws in the question if they're going to be getting a tag title shot come full gear, or will it be FTRs the Young Bucks?
0: Oh, you're right. Mm. Well, hmm.
1: Well, now... Like, cause I can always make up assumptions of what's going to happen, but we're not going to know until it happens, but I can also see maybe October 14th will be a big show. And we're going to see like Jake Hager and Jericho versus the young bucks and number one contenders match or something like that. Right. So we can also see that. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm pretty cool. I'm, I'm happy to see Hager and Jericho go over the tag titles. I think they're going to be ending the inner circle, I think I think the inner circle's done for. They they had their run, so I think Sammy Gavar is going to do his own thing and Santana and Ortiz will be doing their own thing.
0: And they should. And then, they should.
1: Yeah. They they had their good run, you know. They they were on top for the past year in the company. Um but Jake Hager and, and Jericho, I think Jericho, cuz Jericho has nothing there's nothing left for him to do. And in, in pro wrestling right now, yeah. so other than just him, just maybe put over some talents here and there, but I don't, I don't see Jericho and Hager becoming tag team champions anytime soon.
0: Yeah. They, they, they uh, need to work towards it. They shouldn't just give it to them.
1: Cause they, they also have a stacked tag team division. Yeah. True. I mean, like it, when you talk about tag team divisions, AEW has the best tag team division right now. Especially with W having no tag tag team division, right. <laughs> and they have two sets of tag team champions in WWE, and they have no tag team division. Um, the there was Tay made her day de- or her AEW Dynamite debut against Nyla Rose, um, which she lost. Yeah, I, but it's all—it's all good though. It's all good because you know she—she she did beat Nyla Rose on I think in her first match. That was the tag team. That, that, was that tag, right? Yeah, that tag team—the the women's tag, tag team tournament. Yeah, yeah, which is wild. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we could be ending. We're, we're going to be ending this little the AW segment on this TNT match, which was actually really good. The TNT title match. Yes. So, Brody Lee versus the natural Dustin Rhodes, that that was great. Um, I, I love seeing Dustin. Dude, so I, I didn't think Dustin was going to. Uh, back at Fight for the Fallen last year, me and my buddy was like, oh, yeah, it's going to be Dustin's last match because, you know, we didn't think. I mean, like, I mean, we don't know these days now because, you know, Dustin's pretty old. He's been wrestling for 32 years. Right. And I didn't think he still had matches left in him, but. When you see this man doing a freaking Canadian destroyer every match, it's like, yeah, never mind. This guy's got another ten years left.
0: In right, him. he's gonna go forever. Like his, yeah, his, he, like <laughs> he still has the speed. He still has the conditioning. Like everything is on point with him. Still,
1: yeah. So it was a cool match. It was a it was a really wild match with Brody Lee and uh, Dustin. Uh, it's cool. It was a cool match to end the end the show. You know, for the TNT title. Yeah. Um. I, I can also see the Dark Order all, hopefully getting a tag team title shot soon. Like me and like I I've been like waiting for the Dark Order to get their tag team title match, you know. And they like I'm pretty sure they're they're like I don't know why I don't, I don't know what they're doing with the Dark Order. They're trying to make them become like the next NWO kind of just by recruiting everybody uh-huh. and like here you come join the Dark Order. You join the Dark Order. We need you. And then they're not like. Because they had, like, the Dark War on the top of the tag team division rankings for, like, a while. And then, like, I think what halted their push was uh, the pandemic because I think Evil Uno and Stu Grayson were in Canada, I think. Oh, I didn't know that. So they were on a travel ban for months. That's why you didn't see them. So when Mr. Brody Lee debuted, you just saw... You didn't see Stu Grayson and Evil Uno for a while. Okay. So you just saw the other um the other guys who are all in it. I don't even know you have nine, six, seven, and four, <laughs> whatever. Um that was done but, purposely. But a thing I want to talk about really quick. Now, back at Devil Nothing last year, we saw Evil Uno and Stu Grayson the debut with like ten like 100 pound guys, but wasn't Evil Uno a lot bigger back then? Did he lose a lot of weight or what? Uh, I don't think so.
0: Evil Uno's looking like a Slim Jim right now. Maybe he is losing weight. I mean, when they were like when they were like super smash bros, I remember him being kind of heavy.
1: I know, but if you look at Evil Uno now, the man looks just like a skinniest dude, Grayson is insane.
0: Huh. I'm gonna have to look that up.
1: Yeah, you're gonna have evil to. Weight loss. <laughs> no, I think he might have lost weight. Like, uh, it's crazy because I'm like, wait a minute, wasn't this man bigger?
0: Well, good for him. Like, uh,
1: good. I mean, good for him if he lost weight. That that AC Romero guy. So when I put it in, he
0: wrestles. The first thing that came up was evil Uno weight loss. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I guess he is losing weight. Good for him, though.
1: That, that's crazy yeah. cuz the man like came out huge back when we debuted in in AEW um but yeah that that was a that was the AEW last week it was a really good card like i said man AEW can keep on going each and every week there it's always something they they're putting together new matches which we see every week we're not seeing the same crap yeah i mean there might be some things that AEW like kind of screws up on but they're also still getting their foot in the door with with like their first I guess they're moving on to year two in the company mm-hmm. but they're still you know they're still killing it every single week. yeah they rarely have a bad show. I think all out was kind of one of their eh, shows but It'll get um, I think full gear will, full gear will do better. Um, I did a request off of work for full gear so I I will be uh, attending full gear as well. Um, so I'm going to try and be making a few AEW shows. Yeah. AW did announce a season pass, which sadly I can't do because I won't be able to attend all the shows, right. which sucks because I really want to do that AW season pass, which is really cool that they're doing. It's a really good deal. Seven too. weeks, seven weeks of AEW for 175 bucks. Yeah. You cannot beat that. That's
0: a great deal. Especially
1: when, when the average amount, uh, the average ticket is $50. dollars mm-hmm. That's insane deal.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Because if you were to buy all those tickets individually, they would be fifty dollars a piece. So like you would be spending like around almost five hundred bucks for all seven of those tickets with tax and stuff like that. Yeah,
0: especially like, and and it's really good for like bulk if you like plan to buy like two or three or yeah. four. Like that's a huge discount on like group tickets too.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um. Um. I'm, I'm hoping sees some badass stuff, man. With AEW, they're they're definitely killing everything. There's some stuff that I still don't care about, like I said, the Anhelico thing. Like I, I understand, like the hybrid too. They're a good tag team. I'm just not like really caring for them at the moment, right? You know, as a wrestling fan, it's just I think we're just like. There's some people who are, who are like, eh how about and like Orange Cassidy, like I I'm I'm wondering what's gonna be next for Orange Cassidy now that his that his uh rivalry with Chris Jericho's over. They found something that new for Jericho but nothing for Orange Cassidy yet.
0: Eh, we'll we'll see what they have up their sleeves. Um I mean they got a couple weeks. I mean they have two months before the, the next pay per view, so they'll they'll figure something out. Yeah. He's too popular not to have something.
1: Um, is there anything you want to add in for AEW? No, I'm
0: good. I'm good to go.
1: Yeah, I think I think we covered everything this past week. You know, Miro debuting was pro- debuting was probably the biggest thing. Yeah, can't wait, can't wait to see
0: his first match. I'm wondering, I wonder if it's gonna be a tag match with him and Sabian versus somebody.
1: Most likely, yeah,
0: that'll be interesting to see. Uh, that that whole dynamic kind of weird to me how they got together that way, but. <laughs> that's up to AW to to explain, so I, I won't. They're both they're both Twitch streamers. Right. So that's why. Oh, okay. I was about to say I won't think. I won't a- think. AW hard. is hardcore plugging it. Like I won't think too hard about it. So, yeah, but no, yeah, I'm all good. I'm all good. Yeah, that's
1: that's gonna be the end. That's gonna be the end of it this week, guys. Crazy, crazy good shows by AW and NXT last week. Um, AW peaked over a million viewers. I mean. They can only go up from here right now.
0: Yep, yeah, I agree. Let's see if they. Well, they're they're not going to do a million this week because NXT's on. But yeah, that's true. If they could, if they could, if if so, let's say AW hits a million and NXT also keeps their eight hundred thousand. Where were all these people in, in the past? <laughs> I'm not sure. Man. I mean, there's definitely some. There's definitely some overlap. There's up. some overlap between the two. So I mean, as long as they're on the same night, they're all, they're always gonna have lower viewership. You know, when they're right. on the same night. But but yeah, all good though. But uh, yeah, thank you guys for uh, listening to us once again. I believe that is week five in the books. Always yes. uh, Always fun to sit down and and talk about wrestling, and we'll uh, catch you guys next week. Uh, don't forget to follow us on social media. Me, Shay, at NT Certified, and Ryan at Ryan Gaming TD. And uh, we'll see you next week.